Should flight operations plan to keep their help wanted signs out in the new year? From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan, brought to you by Varion. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for the very latest business aviation news and information. And even as some segments have plateaued a bit over the past 12 months, our industry continues to fly high and strong in the post-COVID environment. And we've also made some progress in bringing new business aviation professionals into the workforce. But still not enough, and competition with other industry segments for those workers looks to remain strong in 2024. When we look at staffing in general, not only 2023, but you look at uh, pre-COVID, post-COVID, and during COVID years, staffing is always a hot topic. The people, in my opinion, make all the difference. Elaine Lapatoski is Vice President of Staffing for Jet Aviation. When I look at some of the some of the items that we focused on in 2023, we're really around how customers and employers really looked at obtaining talent. We got into a trend, if you will, of organizations really looking at their employee population, really looking at the skill sets that were within them and determining and making decisions on what the future state looked like. Do they need someone who is a bit more safety focused? Do they need someone who's a bit more project focused? And we saw that a lot in 2023 with our customers, and we anticipate seeing that in 2024. And organizations really creating a really strong culture for employees to go to. It's a strong employee market. Um, There's lots of options for folks to go to and salary not being necessarily a main priority for some. So really, what is an organization offering a potential employee moving forward? So really, that culture and that stability for a potential employee has been really strong in 23 and I anticipate seeing in 2024. Also with us today is Sam Scanlon, founding member of JSFirm.com. What hiring trends have you seen over the past year, Sam, and do you expect those to continue to be front and center in 2024? We've had such an increase in companies and job advertisements this year as we monitor it. And we look at those factors constantly. But to be perfectly honest, it's, you know, rising pay, inflation and lack of aviation professionals. You know, those are the three things that just seem to be driving this. And of course, the airlines, their success on flying is really centered around the economy. So we're really watching that 2024 Those airlines create that void for talent downstream, which is business aviation, general aviation, helicopters. So we're watching how that plays out. But if the economy remains strong, we we see that happening. Perks and bonuses, companies, I mean, they really are facing a challenge in attracting pilots and mechanics. We're seeing everything from $20,000 to $175,000 bonuses. It is really extraordinary. So they're competing at an entirely different level. And and that's really what's influencing the hiring that that we see. We had to build a section simply based on perks and bonuses because we're seeing that competition being a, a big player. Location is another one. Remote hybrid roles, companies that can come to play with that are really having a lot more success And uh, we're seeing that drive influencing the hiring for 2023. We see that staying the same in 24. You know, the the deficit of talent is out there. We're experiencing it. And uh, we really feel that's going to continue through 2024 should the economy stay steady. 
My third guest is Clint Canaday, operations and safety analyst for in-flight crew connections. I think that's a great point. The uncertainty in the economy, that was a big thing in 2023, this year still. People are hiring, things are strong, they're hiring cautiously, I guess you could say. But as long as the economy stays strong, I don't see any signs of it slowing down. So what skills are employers looking for in this environment, Clint? And how can job applicants potentially tailor their approach with employers to highlight those points? I think there's a couple things. I think loyalty is a big one. Employers, they're willing to invest in training and education for their employees. A large majority of the employees seem to always be on the hunt for the next best thing. They're leaving roles and jumping ship for more money. So I think loyalty says a lot, and I think that's one of the big things. Another one would be leadership skills. You know, companies are looking for someone that they can invest time and money into and hope that they stay and grow within that organization, move up into leadership positions. At JD Aviation Staffing, we not only support the flight crew member, but also some ground operations through our FBO network. So if I think about the skills, you have some requisite training and qualifications that are essential, but we're also looking for qualities that differentiate a candidate. So I think, Clint, touching on the leadership skills is is important. I think from an employer perspective, having a, a defined career path is what an employee is looking for. Oftentimes, as, as Sam mentioned about the airlines, the airlines tend to have a very distinct career path. You, you know when you enter into the airlines where you're going to be in the next 10 years. So I think employees are looking for an environment where an organization can share you're coming in today maybe as a line and ramp tech or a customer service specialist or a maintenance uh, professional or an engineer. And we expect that role to grow into something in this nature in the next five to 10 years. So I think an employer needs to have that kind of philosophy around and that that will attract employees. And again, I'll always go back to culture. I think Clint hit it on the head. Loyalty is, is huge in our network of our customer base and really building out dynamic teams through loyalty. And that's really important for day-to-day operations. Is loyalty a big factor in business aviation hiring in your experience as well, Sam? It's a driving point. I mean, every every single employer out there is looking for that loyalty, longevity, and job. Those things haven't changed since the dawn of time. And the only thing that I can add to that really is, and we're talking at pilot level and also mechanic level, touch labor, if you will. You know, conversation and the ability to communicate is an art that is something that if I would give any advice to somebody to really concentrate on that social skill set. It's an enormous skill set to have right now. And, you know, the FAA requirements for pilots and AMPs, they're, they're always going to be there. You know, they're generally going to be the same. One other important thing that I wanted to, to bring to the table was with regards to specific skill sets, you know, five or 10 years ago, they talked about the ability to integrate technology in the workplace. There was an amazing amount of technology being advanced and it's happening every day. It's hard to keep up with. And we see younger DOs and DOMs being hired based on the fact that they've learned how to integrate technology into the aircraft and into the workplace. Very important for any anybody getting into the industry or having been there for a while, concentrate on technology. They're going to demand that at any company level. Coming up, how has the ongoing workforce shortage influenced employer job requirements? We'll answer that question following this word from our sponsor. Take your aviation operations to new heights. Introducing Varion, formerly known as ATP, your ultimate partner in achieving maximum aircraft uptime. At Varion, we understand the challenges faced by everyone in aviation. 
Our industry-leading technology solutions revolutionize aircraft management, so there's no more waiting, no more wondering, and no more wasted effort. Get real-time visibility of your maintenance, inventory, operations, and regulatory data right at your fingertips with an easy-to-use system. Backed by a team of experts with deep aviation knowledge offering 24-7, 365 support. After 50 years in the business, we have built a growing reputation for getting our customers more aircraft uptime. That's why thousands of aircraft operators worldwide have already discovered the power of Varion. Say goodbye to downtime and hello to increased efficiency and profitability. Visit Varion.com to learn more. Varion, let's get you more uptime. We're back now with Clint Canaday, Elaine Lapotoski, and Sam Scanlon, and our discussion about the business aviation hiring outlook for 2024. Sam, you mentioned FAA requirements and others that are largely set in stone for pilots and other employees. But how have personnel shortages affected other minimum job requirements companies look for in new hires? Certainly. I think even today they're trying to push the retirement age from 65 to 67. I know that was uh, in the House earlier in the year. I don't think they got that through the Senate, but it's an area where they're trying to drop the age requirement. But we see opportunities for pilots, you know, in the SIC, PIC roles earlier in a pilot's career than ever before. They're sought after, and and I know that there's hours based on insurances, but we're seeing these careers move quickly at an early age. Uh, It's definitely, definitely a change that we notice. And we see so many things to the point of even like a director of operation, which is a, a very successful position on our site. We see a lot of those. You know, that we see companies allowing director of operations to have what you would call a side gig, you know, where they can they can actually manage another aircraft while they're working for a company. So they move those job requirements where they can. As for aircraft mechanics, they're taking people out of school. They're integrating training programs where they can fast pace AMPs directly from a school like Pittsburgh Institute of Aeronautics. They can bring them in. They train them fast. They bring them up to speed. And so that, you know, I need two or three years experience as an AMP, gone. You know, those classes, everywhere you go, they're, they're already hired before they even reach their A&P level on the touch labor side. That's quite a lot to think about there, Sam. Clint, are you seeing employers alter their requirements in response to personnel shortages? Oh, absolutely. And a lot of what Sam said is spot on. And just, just to build on that a little bit, we're seeing a lot of the clients are willing to hire non-typed individuals where, you know, having the type rating was a, a strong requirement in the past, not so much now. A lot of employers hiring more based on soft skills and personality cultural fit. So they're bringing that a lot more into play now. And I think a lot of the clients uh, that we deal with are discussing the possibility of even lowering the time requirements. Um, They haven't quite gotten there yet. And I think insurance is a big hurdle there, or at least in a large majority of the cases. But I, I think we'll see some of those hour requirements start to come down a little bit. Just don't know how much yet. I think Sam and Clint hit it on, out of the park for, for flight crew personnel, but on, on the FBO side, not so much minimum job requirements, but what I've seen from our customers is a shift in requirements. So similar to Clint's comment, behavior-based, cultural-based, how can we best utilize the talents that we'd like to bring in? Somebody may not fit every basic minimum requirement uh, from a skill, but what can we train? What can we teach? And analyzing what is most important to us. 
someone with a strong customer service background, right personality, um, right energy, we can train and customers can train to those those minimum requirements of maybe a computer-based system or or something of that nature. So I think what we've seen a lot of is, is if people and organizations aren't meeting minimum requirements, we're just slightly pivoting and we're shifting those a bit and having open conversations about, okay, how do we look at a job description differently than we maybe we did 10 years ago? I would agree with Clint, you know, I've been with Jet now for 20 years, all in staffing, and it used to be higher based on minimum requirements. You had to meet a certain amount of hours, and now customers are, are, are more of a blend of, let's find the right fit. Let's make the position fit the person and grow from there. So I think that's what I'm seeing in a shift from our side. What advice do you have for those seeking jobs in business aviation, Elaine? If I think about kind of my journey in aviation and kind of what's made me successful or the people that I that I kind of in my circle, I feel that have been have made a really strong career and how they got into it was really just being a part of it. Aviation is a passionate industry. Whether you're new to it or you've been in it for 20, 40, 50 years, everyone is still passionate about aerospace and aviation. So bringing that passion first and foremost, the communication, Sam talked about technology earlier, which is key. There's a number of great events to be at, whether they're MBAA regionals or other association regional events, and just being engaged, spending time in these communities, volunteering in the communities is certainly a way for a candidate to kind of figure out where they fit. There's a lot of university programs as well. We see a lot of folks going to Embry-Riddle and other schools that start off in one career field wanting to be pilots, and then they realize, oh, that might be a bit more challenging, and they shift into something else. So uh, I think in even post-COVID, we saw a lot of people deciding, let me change my career and follow a passion. And that passion is what puts people forward. But finding a network, finding your people, I call it, and being engaged and being at the right place at the right time sometimes is really important. But finding a good mentor and connecting with someone who can guide you, who's been there and done that, I think is really important for future employees when looking into business aviation. Indeed, mentors are so important for helping those new to the industry to grow in their careers. There's certainly something about growth, but for me and what we focus on is more about sustainability. We talk about sustainability a lot in the industry, not only from a fuel perspective, but sustainability when it comes to employees and and employers. If I think about all the work that's being done through MBAA on how we look at and find and source talent, that work needs to continue. And we talk about kind of high schools and colleges and stream programs. I would encourage all the listeners Find a young student, find someone in your community or in the industry to to kind of take under your wing and and promote the work that's being done. Not only is there fantastic work being done on behalf of these individual flight departments, but as an industry at large, when you think of all the skills and the talent that is business aviation, it's extraordinary. So we want to continue to attract the talent and make it easier for them and not just a social media, um, Instagram kind of world where they think of it's it's unattainable for me. It's attainable. There are so many skills in this industry to be achieved, whether you want to be on the ground, in the aircraft working, turning wrenches, designing aircraft interiors, painting, you name it, we have it. So I just encourage listeners to go out there and find someone who has an interest continue to grow that passion and and bring them under your wing and bring them into aviation. Sam, what advice do you have for those seeking a job in our industry? 
I do agree, you know, on JS Firm, we kind of automated the process for folks based on habits, how they're searching, what they're looking for. We build algorithms to say, you know, these are the, this is probably the most probable opportunity for you based on your habits on our website. It's been super successful, but I tell every new, any, any employee, you know, it's like buying a car too. <laughs> you research, you identify, find out what you want, and then look for it because the opportunities are, are everywhere. And to be able to fine tune that into a location, the type of job that you want, the type of company that you want, and you know what you're looking for in front of that company, they're going to want you. If you don't know what you're looking for, they're not going to know what you're looking for. So research, identify, and more importantly, network, but be concise in your search. I wouldn't want to cast a shadow on our industry's optimism, but we've been talking about the shortage for some time at being a candidate-driven, a job-seeker-driven market. And the aviation industry, if you've been in it for a while, it, it is cyclical. And um, it does rise and fall. And they've put a lot of pressure on high schools and recruiting efforts, really pushed a lot of people into the industry. Not saying that there could be a perfect storm, but something to watch out for is high inflation. It's our ultimate goal is to make sure we sustain this industry by getting new people into it. But I don't want to be blinded by optimism. There could be a perfect storm working out there too. So it's, it's yet to be seen and it really does ride on, on that economy. Good point, Sam. Clint? I think it's important to be honest about what you're looking for um, in a new role and make that clear during the interview. Don't waste your time or the company's time trying to force something that may not be a good fit for you or them. So look down the road, look into the future. You know, don't discount an opportunity just because a schedule has you working one day more than perhaps another company would. Keep your eye on the growth potential and future opportunities within that organization. Loyalty and trust go a long way, especially when you're getting what you want. And be willing to put in a little bit of extra work uh, to prove yourself and just show that you're, you're dedicated. And if you're looking for a new position in business aviation, you can also check out NBAA's Jobs Board, a comprehensive resource that not only helps match companies with prospective employees, but also offers job seekers tips on such important skills as networking, utilizing social media, and putting your best foot forward in an interview. Visit nbaa.org forward slash jobs. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. We'll be off for the remainder of the year, so on behalf of NBAA and our production team members, Bob Searles, Dave Elliott, John Carn, and Karen Combs, I hope everyone listening has a wonderful, safe, and joyous holiday season. And be sure to join us in 2024 for new episodes of Flight Plan. Right, sending out 3500. Right, we got him inside. We're slowing back to 170.